Welcome back to Wind Down with Kev. It's been a minute, but we're back. It's been a busy year. I became a business coach with Craig Wiggins Coaching. I published a book with JM Publishing, and I became a best-selling author. Definitely didn't see that one coming. I've been running around the country, speaking, traveling, and enjoying every minute. But now it's time to get back to podcasting. This is my favorite format for sharing amazing conversations with incredible people. Welcome to season four, Behind the Red Doors. Come on in, check it out. I have incredible guests lined up just for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Wind Down with Kev, season four, episode 10, absolutely saved one of the best for last. We are coming to you live from the Palace in East Meadow, New York. We are in the VIP section, and I am with Mr. VIP himself, none other than Curtis. Talk to me, my brother. How you doing today? I'm good, man. That was that was nice. <laughs> I, I see you do it again and again. It's like, how you, how you do that? No, no, no. How do how do you do what you do? This is a this is Wednesday. We uh-huh. recording this podcast, and you do some special things that we're going to get to. So first, thank you for. Driving out to Long Island, um, but it's not your first time here. Rumor has that you spent some time on Long Island, maybe yeah. on a, maybe on a ball court or two. Yeah, yeah, played ball, played ball out here. Yeah, okay. at NYT. NYT. That's yeah. that's what they said. That's what they said. They said you played. <laughs> How was your game? Uh, it was good, man. Had a good jump shot. I mean, it was it was a phenomenal like a, it was a phenomenal season. It was a, it was a roller coaster, but uh, it was great. It was great. Yeah, good okay. times. Highs highs and lows of basketball. That's a part of it. And I'm looking yeah. at your page today. I don't see you playing, but I see a young lady that uh, with some crazy handle. So yeah, my daughter now she she's kind of taking over the the game now. But uh, now she's doing her thing, man. I'm very proud of her. Um, you know, her second year. Okay. And it's 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 beautiful to see something. You know, to see somebody just grow from like a little infant to just crossing over and <laughs> laying up and doing what she was doing a couple of years ago. So. That's a beautiful thing. So let's shout your daughter out by name. Mm-hmm. First, let's call her out. She deserves it. She's going to watch Shout this. out. Shout out to Anaya Kwao. Keep doing your thing. Proud of you. And yeah. Beautiful. You put the ball in, in her hand. She's, you're the reason she loves the game? Um. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll would say she see me um play in the, in the you know, a couple of tournaments, see me play in the park, you know. Then I was like, okay, let me try that. You know, and she tried it. You know, at the end of the day, it's not always going to be good in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I kind of told her, you know, you just got to stay at it. And she took, I just gave her the ball and she she ran with it. Uh, that's a beautiful that's thing. Yeah. And that's what you want. No force, no pressure. No force. And that's what I learned with, you know, when raising kids, you can't force them or just, you know, you know, put something on them to do. But you got to kind of like, you know, let them do their own thing. You know, let them put their personality on it and you see how it goes. But I did, she did other sports before that, though. So, okay. Yeah. So she got a chance to try a few things until she found what she loved. That's so yeah, important. You got to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, people are having their kids go in one direction so early without trying a variety of things, and you never know. Yeah, because when you're young, you don't really, you don't know what you want, and end of the day, you could you learning and you're catching on to things quicker. So it's okay to start different sports or you know any other activities. So yeah. Beautiful. So let's let's take the bridge. Let's take the bridge from <laughs> sports to business. You play a little college ball, mm-hmm. and you come out. 
How do you get into business? How do you get into real estate business specifically? Let's talk about real estate before we get into to yeah. network. So um, I got into real estate when I bought my first house around like 26. Okay. And um, the, the broker, he he showed me about three houses and I took like the third house. I was okay. like, yeah, I want it. Okay. So then um, the whole experience, the process, I, I fell in love with. And then um, once I seen him at the closing, I looked over, I was like, wait a minute, you only showed me three houses and that's what you got? <laughs> I should have seen more houses. <laughs> I mean, I said, I could do this. Dude. Oh my God. I was like, nah, I could, I could try this. So did that, you know, this is like my seventh year. Um, okay. And, um, I'm, an, I'm an agent working at uh, the Corcoran Group. Okay, the Corcoran Group. Shout out to the Corcoran Group, big group. But if I don't take a time out and ask another question, I'm not a good interviewer. You bought your first house at 26. Mm -hmm. there's, there's some people listening to that that's, that's wondering, how did you do that? So um, I was very grateful to, um, after I got out of college playing ball, um, I started working at a bank. Okay. It was called NEFQ, National, ne no, Na Nassau, Nassau Federal, Federal, Federal Credit, Credit Union. Union. Yes. Now it's Jovia. Yes. But I uh, started working there after, you know, when I got out of college and I kind of learned the financial, you know, language and the information. So it taught me about like credit and, um, you know, loans, CDs. At a you know not a, yeah at a, at a young age so I was very cautious about that so then did got into you know got into some entertainment you know with the party stuff learned how to you know save money and then I said you know what let me let me let me put some money away in some real estate so I, I got to take another time out there it's two timeouts <laughs> it's two timeouts yeah because <laughs> you got into making money and many young people that's making extra money doing a cash business like DJing automatically they're gonna spin it so I can show. Look at how well I'm doing, look at this, look at that. But you didn't do it, you said you saved money. Mm -hmm. Where did discipline come from to save money? Cause that's a, that's a financial literacy conversation that's important to me, it's important to the audience. So definitely, um, you know, so I obviously reading some, some financial books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, that was a, that was a, that book definitely enlightened me and definitely told me about, you know, leveraging, um, you know, assets and leveraging um, mortgages and how to, you know, use money that's, that you save and, uh, you know, with depreciation, you know, appreciation, it allows you to, you know, buy real estate and that helps you build more wealth. And it's in taxes, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a huge thing. Would you credit that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, with like changing your mindset and thinking about things? Yeah, differently? it opened up my mind. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then, um, you know, working in real estate, I mean, not working at the bank, that also told me well. Watching money come and go, mm -hmm. seeing who has what and wondering. Right, you know, seeing, working with different clients and just seeing how they operate with, you know, large sum of amounts of money and living regular day, regular day lives. It's like, okay, it makes sense now. So, you know, a lot of people talk about it, but once you are in the proximity of it, it's like, okay, I, I see now. And you could see yourself in it. You could see yourself. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Visualize myself. Yep, doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. That that that's a beautiful thing. I think exposure is everything. I don't think there's any difference in learning business than learning basketball. You got better by watching players that were better than you. Then you go quietly and work in your game, and you come back and you're better. I think business is the same thing. I think success leaves hints. When you see someone that's doing something well, mm -hmm. you can emulate and duplicate that. Would you agree? I agree a hundred percent because you know everything that's done under the sun has been done already. I, that's what I believe, but mm -hmm. in different forms and different levels. 
So you just kind of just adding your twist to it, you know. Just you know, you you see you see somebody doing a, a, a particular business, you like it, you know. You add your personality to it, your drive, and you know, there you go, you have it. Let's take let's take another bridge. There's 21 bridges in New York City. So 21 bridges. I, I 21. I didn't even know. There's 21. I only know that because there was a movie. So that's it. Other than that, I wouldn't know it. So we took the bridge from basketball to business, from business, from banking to real estate. Before we get to networking, which I got to tell you, audience, this is why I have this man here. People told me about this man two years before I met him. I'm hearing about you from different networks. People are like, Kev, if you're trying to do this, you got to meet Curtis. You got to meet Curtis. You got to get meet Curtis. Um, because of your networking events, the New York real estate mixer. But let's just leave that as a teaser for right now. And let's come back to your introduction into the party business and DJing. You said that was one of your side hustles to make extra money. So talk yeah. about that. So um, I, I didn't DJ. Okay. But I, I, I used to promote. I, I tried to DJ two times because one of my DJs was running late. And I was like, listen, <laughs> my bad. I, 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 okay, just just come on time. Don't do not do that again. <laughs> just don't do that. But um, I started this business, mm, I want to say, I want to say like my fifth year when I started, I was working, was working for the city. Okay. And before I took it serious, I actually went to parties to have a good time. Okay. This was when like MySpace was out. Okay, that's okay. That was, that was throwback. Okay, uh, that's okay. But um, it started off more of like just having people come together just to have fun. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a service. Right. And people come and have a good time, laughing. And then what I'll do is I'll upload these pictures to my to my MySpace. Okay. And then people caught on. I was like, wait a minute, man. You're like, you're having a great time. I want to come out. Right. So I started doing it willingly, just, you know, as a service to help people come out and have a good time. And then it, after like two, a year or two, I was like, you know what? I, I'm bringing out 50, 60 people and I'm not making any money off of it. There you go. There you so go. then I just threw my, I threw my first party in 2008. And mm -hmm. then from there, it just, I just, I, ain't, I didn't look back. Didn't look back. 15 years later, throwing parties and you go from parties that's a good time to now I think for the New York metro area at least for what I've done I've been sponsoring events for a very long time going to a lot of events you have such a unique demographic and what blows me away about you from going to your first event maybe four months ago I think I went to my first one to see you pack a room with 200 300 people in Brooklyn on a Wednesday night that blew me away. Was that overnight or was that over 15 years of hard work? Um, I think it's over right, 15 years of experience, but creating that platform took about seven years. Okay. Um, and it wasn't it didn't start off with 200 people, it started off really like five, eight people. And um, you know, like we was talking about with the other gentleman, it's consistency. That's 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 what it is. Every month, every month, rain sneed or slow. You always come out, come network, come come meet new people, come get inspired, come get motivated, and you know build your platform, build your brand. So for people in the audience that haven't been there like me, talk about some of the people and some of the industries that are in that room and why it's good for sponsors like me in the insurance space to be in that room. And maybe what some other sponsors that you're looking for that should be there that might not be there. Right. Yet. So where's the camera at? Sponsors? There we go. <laughs> this is when I wake up, right? No, <laughs> no, no, but I always tell people this, man. You're always one conversation away from your next deal. And you don't know where you're going to get that conversation from. And I tell people, we in this business um, for the long term, 
And you have to be in front of new faces at all times. Yes. And especially in the industry, in all industries where you have so much distractions, you know, with, you know, radio, um, social media, you know, flyers, stuff. You you're so distracted. You need you need a place or a platform where you could go and know that yo, you know, I have control um, and I have uh, influence on a particular audience, and I could cultivate that brand or cultivate it here. And that's what we did. Where did you learn to network at? How, tell talk <laughs> about your experience, not promoting parties, but networking from business. Where did you learn and how did you blend those two things of what you learn and what you're bringing to the business community to add so much value right now? So I, I told people networking for me started off with sports, okay. basketball. So, you know, I learned that, you know, end of the day, you never burn bridges mm -hmm. and anybody you meet, you know, you always either provide them value or, you know, you give them an opportunity to, to help you when, you know, Genuinely, and people, and I, and I, and I took that from basketball as a team leader, team, you know, and sports, and I took it to the corporate world. Mm -hmm. That's simple as that. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, creating a value or just giving people, giving back, it comes back ten times fold. It does, and there's no uh, just giving back all the time. Um, there's parts of it that you can't teach. We can talk about this uh, for a long time, but it's very hard to duplicate. And to get that audience out there consistently and not feeling like, um, you know, I shouldn't have went all the way into Brooklyn. No, people are like, when's the next right. one? Yeah, because I, I think we, we, we created a, a vibe or we created a, I don't want to say a culture, but we created a, 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 a good vibe where people know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And when people leave there, they get, they get gems, they get experience, they get good energy, they get positive people that really want to do business. Mm -hmm. And I think that trickles down and that, you know, as, as what people say, when you, have, when, you, when you get good business, you get referrals and you get people, you know, word of mouth is, is, is the most powerful, uh, what, uh, what did I say, most powerful marketing tool. Most powerful form of marketing, right? advertising. <laughs> for me, I'll tell you what you've done for me as a sponsor. So for anybody in oh. the real estate, mortgage, insurance space, inspection space, anybody that touches this industry and it's all the same, attorneys, whatever you might be, when you're in that room, one of the things I like is you allow X amount of people to have a few minutes, their yes. elevator speech, no long speeches, <laughs> no talking. But what I really like is when you shut down the talking and you instruct all of the people there to network. And let's try to make, talk about how you instruct and how many contacts you tell everybody to make. Well, so what I usually do is some, some people that do come with the network, at, the network event, at the networking event, there are, they aren't seasoned, right? Mm -hmm. So some of them are new. Some of them don't know how to talk to, um, to professionals, and it, which is, you know, it's confidence. Right. So what I, the first thing I do is I tell people, loosen up, relax, just, just chill. You know, we, we, everybody here, we all know why we're here. So either, you know, we're going to help you or, you know what, we're going to connect you with somebody that's going to assist you. And, you know, we're going to, you know, tell you exactly how, how to get this done here. And I think people feel that every time they come in, and they feel welcome. So with that being said, I feel like now with the seasoned agents or the seasoned sales um, managers or people that's in the industry longer, they, they see that and they're looking to give back. And that brings that synergy in. I hope I answered your question. You, actually, you nailed it because you answered why I'm there. I've been to a few <laughs> of your events. 
I can't always make it, but now my team is there without me. But I was able to come in, right. show them how to network, how to work a room. And now if I'm not there, you're actually helping me train and develop my team on how to network to make sure they move around and they don't stay huddled in a corner like we work together, let's not talk to anybody. So, the, so how, let me ask you the other question. The other question was how many contacts you're supposed to get. So I tell people all the time, you gotta leave at least 30 contacts. Right. Like you really, I don't, there's no excuses. You can't just say, hey, I ran out of business cards. No, pull out your phone um, and really get, that, I really encourage that. So that, I want to answer that question. Yeah, 30 about that. contacts. So, so think about this. What person out there in sales or any aspect of financial services can't use 30 people to talk to that you can meet in one night? And I'm a testimony that it's real. Right. It's, okay. it's real. You know, we're doing business from it. My Thank you. Um, that, that's good. We're doing, we're doing business without, without any question. And you've used the word confidence. I like to use three C's, and I'd like to have your feedback on this. Three C's I like to talk about in business is competence, confidence, and consistency. So first, I have to be competent. Right. I got, I got to know what I'm doing. I can't be out there talking about insurance if I really don't know what I'm doing. And then after I have a few conversations, then I'm going to get confident. So next time, I'm really going to step my game up. I'm going to work on my elevator speech. And after I'm competent and confident, then I can be consistent. I like that. I like you know? that. Yeah, and yeah. I think that, and I think I think that makes, yeah, that, that definitely helps. So for you, consistency in the networking space. I think networking is one of the biggest missions in all business. In all business, I think especially post-pandemic, um, we're in New York City area, Brooklyn, Long Island, where people always went out and got together. And then we shut down for three years and that skill was lost. How was the pandemic experience for you? When did you come back outside? Well, the pandemic experience was bad because obviously, you know, real estate, everybody just went back home. Everybody went back to their, uh, you know, to, to their houses and and left the city. Right, right. <laughs> so that was bad. So I think um, the pandemic definitely um, kind of made people realize how important it is to really speak to people one-on-one. -on -one. Yes. I think a lot of people was trying to do the Zoom. Um, yes. They were doing the Zoom events and I was like, this is this looks crazy. <laughs> I was just, how you having how you having a cocktail and then you know no. wind down yeah. virtual. I just but I get it. Yes. But 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 the cool part about that, people felt that that was important anyway. Yes. Right. So people still did it. So I felt like after that, I think once um I think when I think when when they started uh, allowing um people to 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 do events at, at the venues again, getting vaccinated. That's when I was like, you know what, people need to people need to come out, and I was like, we have to start this event again. So when I did that, the first one, it was just, I mean, it sold out and like, yeah, really right yeah, away, right away, because people was missing that. Yes, yes. And There's no substitute for being in a room with people. There's no substitute for one-on-one -on -one conversations. There's no substitute for one more connection. I like to say every day that I make friends with a stranger is a good day for me. I believe that, yeah. If, if I don't make any new connections today, it doesn't matter if I made money off something old that I'm doing, then it, do, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't really matter to me. So what you're doing with networking is massive because not only for veterans in a business like me, but for new people that want to be in real estate, want to be in insurance, want to be in lending. Go ahead. Right. Like you did mention earlier about actually helping you mentor your team. Yes. A lot of seasoned agents and a lot of seasoned um, managers they are, you know, getting fresh agents, you know, people that need the experience and they're they're using the platform yes. to like, hey, listen, guys, 
this is how you have to do it. This is how you have to network, you know, collect this data, follow up. And I feel like that's making everybody's business stronger. So no, definitely. True story. I'm telling my team this morning, I'm reminding them that you have your networking event. This Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Coming up. And that, you know, they should be there. And they're like, yeah, we're coming. And then you sent me the incredible text this afternoon mentioning that Malik Yo was going to be yeah, there. So yeah, yeah. everybody's excited. Yeah. Everybody's amped to be there. I'm flying back from Chicago. I might need to come back early so I can be there. Hey, listen, I, I, you, you just never know, right? You just you, Being in a room, I would say proximity is power. And being in certain environments, it will push you to the next level or make you come out your comfort zone to, to ask that question or, you know, to get that contact, yeah. So uh, mm -hmm. one question I've asked everybody this season, so I can't stop without asking you. Yeah. Um, I think you're an incredible space. I think you're one of one in the networking space. I think you're first only indifferent in this space. I don't see a lot of people doing exactly what you're doing. Who mentored you? How did you get there, or did you carve this path out by yourself? I actually, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I think I, I didn't really have any mentors. I, I mean, I did see a few um, promoters that were very good at that space, at event space. So what I did was I kind of just tweaked it and just instead of doing, now it's still entertainment, but just more of a, instead of parties, just more of on a corporate level. Yes. So that, that's all I want to say. Okay. And, you, and you've created your own touch. So for everybody that wants to get in touch with you and follow you, yeah. shout out your social media, both personal and business. And business. All right. Yes. So Curtis Quow, follow me. And the other one is the NY Mixer. Yeah. Excellent. Now, you got to give a spelling on Quow. You can't yeah. just put Quow so up Quow, like it's brown. Quow, Q-U-O-W, but yeah, Curtis <laughs> with a C. But yeah, Okay. You, man. And New York Mixer, absolutely follow it. Even if you're in other parts of the country, follow it, because you never know. One day this man could be in your city doing the exact same thing in other places. What are you working on? What do you have coming up? So um, I got a few events. I got... so. The 26th is the mixer, right? The 20, I think the 29th, no, the 28th, I'm doing the Bond 9 event um, in Soho. And then May 18th, we're doing a, a Porsche event yeah. in Industry Brooklyn. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's close by talking about Porsche. You're, you're going into some real luxury spaces. So talk yeah. about how do you walk in and get an opportunity to do a space like Porsche? How I, yeah, yeah I mean, networking. I mean, it's just, it's just that's that, it. It's That's networking, man. Confident. <laughs> networking. Just but no, constantly. but I want to say, man, like you're doing a phenomenal job. And like this here, this is you. Like, I like this, man. Okay. I, I want to say thank you. Okay. Thank you for this platform and thanks for giving me this opportunity. No, thank you, man. You're doing uh, more for me. I like what you always say to me as a sponsor to bring value. Yep. I have you on this podcast because you bring value. There are people that, although you're filling the room, there's a lot of business people out there that's not back outside. And you have to go back outside. A lot of people have gotten too comfortable. I love the digital space. I love virtual things. I love social media. But there's no substitute. Nothing happens until two people meet and shake hands and we do business. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, man, we're, we're all about meeting new people. And that's what keeps us alive. I, to me, that's how I feel. Like I, I, I can't see myself in a room and not just you know, networking with new people and seeing new faces. That's, just, that, I mean, I can't operate like that. So I always tell people, man, if you're in the people's business, you gotta stay around, you know, new faces and new businesses and shaking different hands. You have to. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Quow. Follow him everywhere <laughs> on social media at Curtis Quow. Curtis with the C, 
Quow, Q-U-O-W. Most importantly, follow New York Mixer, at New York Mixer. You will see the action. It'll make you come out. It'll bring out the new people in your business. It'll bring out the vets in your business. And you'll definitely leave satisfied. One time, Curtis Quow. Thank you, man. Thank you.